There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. Around 13, 2017, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a... Oh, actually, I just got a, a notification on my Instagram. Oh, up from Adam Rosenbach. So that's yeah, that's right, buddy. I'm coming for you, and I'm coming for your whole fucking family. And see what? See in that picture? Yeah. Look closely. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do to all of you. No. Every one of you. No. See under that, see under that pixelation there? Because they'll take it down if they actually <laughs> saw what it was. Every one of your family is going to cop that, mate. Do you think they need to free the nipple? Oh, no. oh, mate, you're going to need to free a lot more than that, my friend. I'm coming for you all. That uh, It's rather confronting. Confronting threat. Mate, that's how I roll. That's how I put you off your game. Yeah, I'm yeah. put you off your podcasting game, and that's how I get in your kitchen, is by getting on Instagram and letting you know in advance what's coming for you, buddy. But I don't think uh, you really thought this through, because... No, because we're on the same podcast. Yeah, no, no, look, yeah. I'm, no one said I'm intelligent. Uh, you know, everyone's going to be like, geez, Michael, Michael had a shocker. Yeah. And it was all brought on by Adam's Instagram post. Yeah, so Tom Bug. I love Thomas Bug. Yeah. I like the way he spells his name. No H. Oh, is he Thomas without an H? Yeah. Is that, is that like, uh, is that his parents or does he just go, I don't need an H? Because it, it is superfluous. Like, it's unnecessary. No, there, there is no need for it, actually. He's ahead of the curve. That's yeah, what I like he's about just, it. He's saving time. Mm. He's, he's trimmed down. I think of all the time, over his lifetime, filling out forms, how much time he's Put in saves. an H. Yeah. And, and we should know that. Adam Rosenmark, Michael Chamberlain, they're quite long names. Well, yeah, but, okay, so I he's got done two, that. i got two middle names, too, so it takes me fucking forever to oh. fill out a form. So when you're on the plane trying to fill out the form coming back into oh, Australia. I hate that form! Yeah. I hate that form, but oh, they're yeah. saying they're going to get rid of it. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, really that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, all right, you say that about. Onto the football podcast. <laughs> you say that about Thomas Bug, but then the silly fuckheads added an extra G there. You don't need that, mate. Ah, uh, yeah, I can you see. You can't just drop an H and then throw in an extra G. It's taken away and given, yeah. Yeah. I'm so actually trying to get his Instagram up. So basically, for anyone who's not aware of it, uh, prior, about an hour prior to the uh, the Doggies v Melbourne game on, uh, when was that? That was on Saturday. On the Sunday? It was on Sunday. Yeah, yes, Sunday. on Sunday, sorry. Uh, he put out an Instagram photo, and what I love is he's dragged Jack Watts into it. Mm. So Jack Watts, the little Bambi, he's, he's such a lovely fella, isn't yeah. he? Everyone loves Jack Watts. And he reckons he had no idea what the caption said too, like until it went up. Well, I wouldn't have thought he would. So it would have just been a selfie with Jack Watts and Thomas Bug. Yeah. And then, because uh, you can write stuff across the top of an Instagram post, and he said, coming for you, Jason Johannesson, because Sydney famously went after Johannesson. You know, there's a lot, every time you watch a football game now, it's a famous win. Uh, a yeah. lot of famous victories, a lot of famous things happening in the game. Yep, yep. Like, you know, like in uh, round four last year, I'm sure something famous happened that, you know, we all remember. I can't, I can't tell you what it is right now. Yeah. But, uh, the, you know, the commentator said it was a famous moment. 
So Sydney Swans, they targeted uh, Johannesson last week in their big victory, famous victory up at the SCG. Johannesson only had nine disposals, I believe, last mm-hmm. week. And this is, this is a man. He's asking for 800 grand a year. Yep. He knows his way around the footy. He won the Norm Smith medal. Got the head on too. Yeah. And he's, he said, I, I want attention. And yep. now he's got attention. Yeah. He's not handling it. Yeah. He's not handling it. So he's put it out on uh, on his Instagram. He said, we're coming for you, Jason Johannesson. And the doggies... Now, I thought when the players arrived that they had to hand in their phones. That's correct, isn't it? That's a good point, actually. Or is that... But I guess someone maybe got word got through. I suppose so. But, I mean, before an hour before the game, kind of checking your Instagram still. When you have stuff to do? Well, yeah. Still checking your phone? Actually, I'm pointing the finger at the doggies right here. Oh, okay. Distracted. It's an absolutely ridiculous idea to be checking your Instagram an hour before the game, before uh, against the fifth place Melbourne Demons. Yeah, but no, that's a very good point. They're very high. They're going very well. It's gone to their head, this success. Yeah. I mean, they've won a couple of VFL premierships in a row. Yeah. No, no, no. They're a very good team. They're a yeah. very good team. No, they're a great team. Okay, so you're saying that the doggies shouldn't have been checking, but say it, maybe it came from somewhere else. Maybe like, Bevo was checking. Oh, is he, Bevo, on, is he allowed on his phone? I don't think anyone in the room. He'd have a burner, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, word, but anyway, word is filtered yeah. through to someone. the doggies. And someone. We'll blame Danny McGinley, okay? We'll blame him. Yeah. He I wrote mean, it on the banner. He said... He put it up very quickly. Tom, Tom Bug. That's how quickly the uh, Footscray uh, cheer squad are. Work, yeah. They, they got a massive... They went down to office work. They, they printed said, can you out. blow this up? Yeah, and yeah. And put it on the banner. Put it on the banner of the fire boys. Up yeah, so they, they ran, ran the through. Ground. Yeah, they ran through... What would that be? An A... 8.2? Because A0 is, like, fucking huge. I suppose so. Yeah, I don't know what, how... Banner size. Banner size. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you just push the button, banner size. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then they're running through that. Go, oh, fuck you, bug. I yeah. didn't even see that. Coming you know what? Bug. I'm going to kick a footy through that. That means I unlike it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it goes. And then they targeted Thomas Bug at the start. It was Easter, great. Easton Wood went after him. It was him. a lot of fun at the start. Can I just say, that that's probably a free kick when you grab someone by the head and throw them to the ground. No, not 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 in the modern game. Not the modern game? No. Not the modern game. How, how would that have gone in the say the, the the 50s if you had uh got a swanson street artist to draw a caricature yeah you'd have said, to oh, no, i'm coming it, for you teddy witten put it on a put it on a wall in the town yeah, yeah. a mural that everyone walks past the yeah. way to the mcg mm. a huge a huge mural yeah on the side of the gas and fuel buildings yeah, in yeah. flinders street <laughs> and everyone gets off a, like a, an old tram an mm-hmm. old uh, rattler mm-hmm. and they go oh you f- oh you 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 animal you heathen yeah how, how dare thee you cretin. Yeah, as they're on their way to the game. Now, can I just tell you, um, Graham Corns, uh, what would you say, South Australian football legend? Is he Mister? Is he Mrs. Football? Is that what people have called him? Mister Football over in South Australia. Yeah, uh, lovely, loving uh, father of uh, Chad and Kane. Yeah, and uh, husband of Nicole. Nicole, yes, who, lovely family. Yeah, Every, everyone loves the Cornses. High profile. Uh, does the five double A? Does five double A with uh, with Rowie and Bix and Super Coach of the Crows too? Well, yes. Uh, inaugural coach. Inaugural coach didn't win anything, but that's no. okay. Well, let me think. He got them to let me uh, ninety one to about ninety. 94, maybe? Maybe 95? Yeah, maybe 95, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he pre 93, so hung him around, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that was seven goals up. They should have won that one. Well, didn't they sit down at three-quarter time? Because they were, were they pooped? It was a, uh, I think, a, a South Australian tradition. Sit down at three-quarter time, have your little orange. Is that right? You sit down. And the bombers are looking at them going, oh, they've fucking had enough, mate. They're fucking they're had enough. They're sitting down. They, they, they got the comeback. Really? Yeah. They fucking, the crow eaters. Yeah. The crow eaters are fucking sitting down. There's a little weird things like that. I remember Hawthorne had a big loss to Brisbane years ago. We were like 50 points up or something, and the Lions came back in the last quarter. Up at the Gabba, yeah. Yeah, actually, it might have even been the Bears back then still. Yeah, and that was the biggest, that was the biggest come from behind until well, uh, don't North. talk about it. 
I'll rub it in. No, no, no. It, it was a famous victory. And uh, and talk was that uh, I think it was Peter Knights, which coach at the time, and he took them to go and uh, stand in the shade. Of the light tower. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. And so people said, oh, they're cooked. Yeah, they're worried about sunburn. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair enough. They probably had a lot of redheads uh, running around in, the, in, the, in those days. So, uh, Graham Corn, so Rowan Bix, one of our favourite shows with, uh, with uh, Mark Bickley. Oh, champion. I didn't, I didn't know it was Mark Bickley. Yeah, Mark Bickley and, uh, and, and Rowie. Wait, wasn't it KG and Cornsey for a long time? Where's yeah. KG gone? Yeah, I don't know. Who's KG? KG is kind of like the Lou Richards, I suppose. Oh, was it? No, it was uh, Kevin Gartlett. No, is no, that his name? no. It's okay. uh, I think it's Kevin. I think I've. Oh, I'd have to look it up. Well, look it up. We need to know now. Yeah, so, KJ and Connie. So no, it's Rowie and Bix. So it's it's Mark Bix Bickley and Rowie Row. Ro- oh wait, so Cornsey's not even in the title. No. Oh, could, well, this could be a completely different show then. Okay. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. perhaps it is though. But this is their show and and Cornsey's a guest on it. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh, there we go. So I'm 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 all over the shop. Yeah. So who who did, who did the show that you're talking about? KG Cunningham. Oh. You know KG? Nah. No, surely you do. I fucking hate him. Surely you do. What's his name? KG Cunningham. Yeah, but he's got to have a first name. Kenneth George. I fucking hate KG. Australian radio personality, former cricketer and football umpire. Uh, played about... <laughs> she nearly played 100 games for uh, South Australia. Okay. Left-handed bowler, batter, mm-hmm. right arm medium. So he's a James Brasher of his day, I essentially. I suppose so. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Now, let me look. He... Currently presents Dead Set Legends on Adelaide's Triple M with Andrew Jarman. Oh, well, there you go. But for years he did KG and Cornsey too. Oh, well, mate, but he's, he's seen greener pastures. He's gone, I'm going to go with Rue. I'm going to go 5AA, type that in. I know it's Rowie and Bix, mate. I, I looked at it before. I'm all over it. Okay. Anyway. So, and Graham Corns, he's not short on opinions, mate. And th- this guy knows his footy, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, he's, like we said, an Australian legend. He said, and this is, this is from uh, Cornsey, he said, I think Bugs' Instagram post was inappropriate... I think it brings the game into disrepute. 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 I think Bug is a pest. A pest. A pest. He's called him a pest. That's but do you cute. think now? Remember, remember Ben Cousins was suspended for a season for bringing the game into disrepute. Oh yeah, sure. Because he just had a little bit, a hint of a meth problem. Uh huh. Right, and then which which no one knew about, but they just said, well, we can't can't prove that he's not, can't prove that he is. Absolutely, no one knew about it. Absolutely, no, no one in power at the Eagles knew no. there was any kind of drug culture. No, he at all. hit it. He hit it so well. They all hit it so well. Yeah. Because yeah. they went, well, he's sleeping nine hours a night. How can he do that? <laughs> yeah. You know, you need like 50 Valium to do that. <laughs> Where's he going to get that from? I think he got found with Valium, didn't he? In the yeah. back of the car. No, I think he got found with OxyContin. OxyContin, okay. Yeah, but that'll help you sleep. And Viagra, wasn't it? Yeah, well, after you've been asleep for that long. Fun times. Yeah. <laughs> so, but bringing the game into disrepute, do you think the old fucks need to just get over it? Like, it, it's, a, it's an Instagram post. Yeah, it's no big deal. And uh, let me think, it's uh, Dame Beams. Yeah, Dane Beams has said that he might he might uh, have a crack at his old his old teammate. Heath, yeah, Heater. because Heath Shaw. he has a milestone game coming up. So Dane Beams is like, um, oh, I might have a crack on him on on Twitter. Yeah, it's and just get into his kitchen. It's kind of fun, I reckon. Well, I don't think it's such a bad thing. And I uh, was it was a bug that came out and said um, he and Johannesson are friends. Yeah, I think it was so, more friendly banter than anything. Yeah, so what, was it such a big deal? Although clearly to the doggies players, they didn't uh, they didn't take it very well. Yeah, but also last week, Bug, he got form. Oh. Uh, last week, there's a picture of him blowing a kiss kind of thing. Yep. It says, make your way to the MCG and together we'll fight, uh, hashtag, uh, fight MND. Oh, okay. Whilst you're at it, you'll see us beat Taylor Adams and the Collingwood Football Club. So remember when Taylor Adams um, talked about yeah, absolutely. Melbourne not being a successful club? Yeah, because he's mates with Lyndon Dunn now. So Buggy had a little go last week as well. Why did anyone pick up on that one? It's mysteries of the web. 
And you remember last year when uh, after they beat this is after they beat Hawthorne, he went and shat in each of the three premiership cups. Yeah, that didn't. That was weird actually because the the club was locked at the time. Yeah, oh no, no, he, he managed he, to sneak he, in. Yeah, he broke a lot of rules doing that. Yeah, and it was worth it though. Like he's got in Hawthorne's kitchen and they, they own the Hawks. There's a quote here. There's another picture. He's put a picture of uh, him and Max. Ma- uh, Big Jack, Maxie Gorn. Jack, sorry, Jack Watts. Oh, Jack again. Watts. Uh, I'm trying to find. There's a lot of comments. A lot of comments. When do you reckon he told Jack Watts? Well, I mean, you, you don't want to be dragged into stuff like that. No, not at all. And, and I think obviously people would have looked at it and gone, well, Watts probably didn't know about it. You know, Watts, Jack Watts, he's, he's a simple boy. Yeah. He likes the simple things. He didn't work out what was going to happen. He just thought, yeah, I'll happily smile for a photo, buddy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I find it annoying on social media if people take a photo of me and then pop it online. Oh, okay. Yeah. I go, right. Don't do that. Don't get on my uh, <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what what are some of the comments? Can you can you scroll so, through any of those? I mean, I'm sure they're all very positive because people in social media world they they love they love cheekiness. Yeah, um, should have got a selfie with your Hanson um, legend. Someone tag your Hanson uh, hashtag two guys no cup. Oh, okay, variation. that's very yeah, funny. That's nice. Yeah. Um, let me think. You two so cute. Okay, so people being generally positive. Maybe Bugs got a protected account. Oh, no, you're looking at it. Rather a big head than the fucking putrid thing you got going. (laughs) (laughs) The pillow, son. Um, Right. You actually look like a bloated arsehole. So it turns negative. Yeah, (laughs) pretty quickly. Yeah, so, yeah. A mixture. A slight mixture. Well, yeah. it's got to balance out. You know? and Swings and roundabouts. That's what happens in life. I'll tell you who's not, he's got no pros going on at the moment. Poor Lin Jong. Oh, yeah, what dude. What the fuck's going on, man? He sh- oh, can't take a trick. First mm. he breaks the collarbone, misses mm. out on a, on a flag. Yeah. And he would probably would have been in that team. Play, plays in the VFL flag. But you, when you're catching up with those blokes, I mean, it's not as much fun, is it? You're not fine dining, I don't think. No. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're more you're... local counter meal as yeah. opposed to going to a rock pool. Yeah. And one, yeah. one of the guys is like, mate, I've got, I, can't, I can't have a big drink for our 10th anniversary. I've got to go back to being a courier tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No, they've got to go. And order, um, dif- more difficult to kind of organise by the fact you have to work in with their work schedule. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Much harder. Yeah. Whereas Marcus Bontepelli in 10 years would be like, oh, the bond, you want to catch up? He's like, yeah, yeah, I... Uh, I own all of Footscray. Yeah, I'll meet you at the helipad. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll get down there. So he, he's just, fuck, he's had it tough. He yeah. should have gone to Collingwood. Nah, poor dude. When he had the chance. Um, so it's going to be another year, I think, for him. Yes, he's done his name. I so. keep on forgetting Nick Nat's out. Well, when did he, he did it in the final, didn't no, he, against the Doggies? No, he did it against Hawthorne probably about two weeks out from the end of the year. Oh, okay. And so he could be due back soon then if it's a year out. Maybe oh, maybe no, coming up point. to like round eighteen, round twenty. Yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, but he's kind of been um, travelling around a lot, so I think he's kind of not so much. Oh, I might be training and like, but uh, he seems to be kind of like the Eagles' go-to guy for events. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They, they trot him out. Well, you yeah. know what he is doing though. He's um, he'd just be selling wheat bigs. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what keeps him focused. Because, yeah. you know, they say you go a bit crazy in your rehab. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just fucking building things out of wheat bigs. Yeah. Because he doesn't eat them. <laughs> he just gets rid of them. Because you need to have a routine, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's a very good point. Uh, John will have a traditional reconstruction. Oh, traditional. Traditional. So not a super duper fancy one. Yeah. Trying to get back for finals or anything. Uh, it's pretty upsetting, devastated. Uh, Why doesn't anyone go to the Lars path anymore? Well, I think because... Doesn't work. Well, didn't a few people kind of have it and then they fell over and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't. But didn't Nick Belcheski have it he and then come did. back okay? Yeah, I think you're right. Didn't Libba try and do it? Didn't Libba have like a knee for like a week or something? 
He came back and incre- he was one of the first to come back super quick. Yeah, okay. and he had it, the big it, brace, no. of course. I don't remember that. Don't you? Yeah, he had the big knee, knee brace. You, remember, you remember that? Yeah, you remember that, surely? Oh yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant. I thought you meant uh, Junior. Oh, sorry, no, 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 no. But didn't um, was it Dougie Hawkins who's got like a Gore-Tex ligament? He tr- he tried uh, uh, Lars in, in the very later stages of his career. Really? Yeah. Well, just went into be... like a Kathmandu store and went, "Wow, oh, that cord feels pretty." Well, I mean, given it's twenty years ago now, that yeah. that kind of treatment, so it, sure, it probably has improved. Well, it should have. Why can't they just bung in a new knee? In fact, John, fucking, you should be back next week. I yeah, reckon. I know. Week. Yeah, it is Soft. week, isn't it? I mean, Soft. Maybe not 12 months, maybe one month, but yeah. not, not 12. You don't need that extra 11. That's oh. just strengthening up. And also because they, t- they take away part of your, your hamstring. What are you doing, mate? You're just going to be popping hammocks. Yeah. He's an idiot. He should talk to us. You have ventured away for the weekend, Adam. Yes, mate. I was, uh, I was down in uh, Tasmania. Oh, uh, lovely Tasmania. What part of Tasmania were you there? Uh, I was in the hoe. Mm-hmm. Checking out the old baths, loved it. Beautiful down there, down there for Dark Mofo. Getting a little bit, getting my art on. Bit of art on. Yeah, it was good. What do they do at Dark Mofo? So they just have a bunch of installations. One of them is uh, they, they killed a cow. Oh, I think I've read about that. I yeah. didn't see it, but uh, some friends of mine went to it. You don't see them kill the cow, uh-huh. but uh, they kill it beforehand and then they bring it out and then they chop it up and then they put some like sugar cubes on it because you know that's art. And then um, they, people get. Covered in blood, and then one guy was on a cross, and he was naked, and he started getting a little bit of a, little bit of a, chubby. Cause Did he, was, he really? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was being told. No way. Yeah, yeah, he was enjoying it. It's art. Really? How, what, how do you appreciate art? Fucking hell. Yeah. What's the point? I want to see them kill the cow. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I want to see. And like, I know you don't want to see first though, before they kill a cow. I want to see the weapon ride the cow. Oh, the weapon. Yeah, I mean he's a rodeo. Cl- yep. Rodeo. No, you sure, you sure weapon wasn't on the cross? Oh, you, you think that could have been him up there? His love of love of cows. Yeah, well, true. Love oh, that, love no, but he bull. would have been upset. Oh, I actually would have been sad. Yeah. Mm. There's no reason for trouble. Uh, what else went on down there? I was down there. At, uh, they have a beautiful thing down there called Winter Feast. So it's just like a, a night market where you just uh-huh. try all different sorts of food. And that's when I ran into a, uh, a Junk Time fan. Oh, cool. And he didn't give me his name. So I'm sorry I, I, I can't name you, but thank you for listening. And he said, um, enjoy the podcast, please. Don't get stuck into the tigers. Just leave him alone. And I said, mate, I'm not going to be on the show this week because I'm down in Hobart. But, you know, we, we moved it out a day and here I am. So, uh, mate, what are you doing back for the fucking Tigers? They yeah. are the worst team. You need to change or else you're just not going to have any joy in your life for the next 30 years. So, just like Dusty is, get out when you can, mate. They were 36 points up. So, I... About halfway through the second. Yeah, this is, this is like uh, the Fremantle game. I stopped watching at halftime. And didn't look back at the scores for about two hours. And mm. I was like, oh, because they seem to be coming a little bit, the Swans, just before the half. They seem yep. to be getting a little bit of a roll on. And you went, wow, this, this, this has got Tigers. This is Tigers classic written all over. <laughs> this is a famous Tigers loss. And then I came back about two hours later and, uh, yep, they'd done it. They'd, yeah. They'd done the impossible. So they've been unfortunate. I mean, I think there was the article in the Herald Sun this week about what the ladder would be like if you had won all the games you lost by goal. Yeah. And, and they were... They'd only lost one game, wasn't it? So the Tigers they were reversed on, it. on top, I yeah. think. Yeah. So now at the minute they've gone down to sixth. Yep. So they're two games off top. So they're not too bad off top. Uh, but they could obviously be much uh, better ball players. They also would be in the top four right now. So we've got, let me see, we've got Adelaide and GWS on nine. We've got Geelong on eight. And then we have a, a quagmire. Would you call it a log jam? Yeah, from four yeah. to seven. So Port Mel- Melbourne. 
Melbourne. Now, now that's the uh, surprise of this year, surely. That's absolutely no one fantastic. I think they'd be fifth at uh, round 12, round 13. Can you remember the last time Melbourne were fifth? I would have said it was like the, the last year they played finals, so yeah. around 2007. Yeah, definitely. I think the last played final was in 06, I think. Okay. So 06. definitely around about. Uh, a, 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 I mean, they might have, you know, round one. Might yes, absolutely. Fifth, but yes, no, but yeah, not around yeah. this time of year. But not after round two, ever. No. Uh, and then we have, down to 11th, we have people who can all make the eight. Really? Well, actually, well, no. If you go Sydney down to can f- as well. If you go down to fifteenth, I yes. mean, if you say Sydney can, then you say Carlton can, mate. That's no, you're right. No, sorry, I actually was looking the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so uh, essentially, I'm what I'm just trying to say is I'm tipping a Brisbane grand final. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. they're only Brisbane North Melbourne grand final. Well, they're they're only four ga- four games out of the eight. Oh, it's anyone's, mate. It's yeah. anyone's. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or oh, you know, but they'll be shaping the eight. I mean, they they ran teams, you know, they went pretty hard against Port Adelaide, and Port Adelaide are a very good team. Mm. But hang on, uh, sorry, we've, we've overlooked the Tigers here. That was embarrassing. I mean, in terms of, I mean, it's not their most embarrassing, don't get me wrong. No, it wasn't as funny as the other ones. No. Because it didn't happen in the last 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a slow burn. Like, yeah. you could see it coming. Yeah. It was like watching a car accident that you can see a long way off. Yeah. And you're like, I should probably, like when you see, you know when you see, uh, you know when you see someone get gored by a bull mm-hmm. at the running of the bulls? You're mm-hmm. like, I can see this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the bull's way down there. And this guy thinks he's, he's, he's far enough away. Yeah, he's trying to climb a fence. Yeah, but the bull, and, and the bull just keeps coming and you go, oh, mate, you're going to be fucking... Yeah, he yeah. tries to climb a fence, but three other people have already climbed it. They yep. kick him back down and then bang. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. He's yeah. run over. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like watching the Tikes. God, it must be... I mean, we talk about it all the time. Imagine being a Richmond fan. Just when you lie down at night, when you just go, what have, what have I done? What am I doing? Yeah. What's happening? Will Daisy stick around? When do Dusty. I end it? Oh, yeah, Dusty. Excuse yeah. me. Oh, sorry, Daisy. Daisy will stick around. The Blues, very good player. Hey, you want to talk about Mick McGowan, didn't you? I did want to talk about Mick McGowan. Now, we spoke about him last week. And last his, week, uh, yeah. yeah. his um, injecting regime, yeah. I guess you would call it. Now, I know we talked about the injections that he got, and we got some uh, reaction to that on uh, Twitter because he got injected... Um, Let's go through it again. Beside his testicles and into his pubic bone. Dude. Now, I think one thing that we overlooked in that is that maybe we overlooked... We didn't think of the doctor. Think of that poor doctor. He's gone to, he's gone to university. Oh, okay. For eight years. Yep. And what he has to do is he has to... Well, he has to move Mick McGuan's testicles to the side. To the side. To the side. Yeah. Like, does he just wake up on a Saturday? You're supposed to love your job, aren't you? Yeah. You're supposed to enjoy, you're supposed to leap out of bed. He gets up on a Saturday morning and he just sits on the edge of the bed and he's like, oh, fuck. And it's pretty regular occurrence. Yeah, with, absolutely. With as well. Yeah. And it's mm. like, um, do I go left side of the testicle this week, yeah. right side? Change things like, up. Yeah, his kids are like, oh, Dad, you go on the footy today? He's like, oh, fuck. He's get, he would have PTSD, wouldn't he? Oh, well... He would wake up in cold sweats just thinking, what have I done? Yeah, I'm presuming most doctors see a lot of stuff that they don't want to see. No, I know, I know, but but Mick McGuan. Yeah, I was watching, uh, you know, Embarrassing Bodies? Yeah. I was watching that one night, so I think they did, like, a bunch of Australian editions. Okay. Because we're as fucked up as England as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, we get rashes like the best of them. A guy came in, and he had a... he had essentially a birthmark on his penis, uh-huh. and he's about 65, okay. but it was bright red. So right. the end of his penis was bright, bright red. So he's waited a little while. Well, yeah, and he kind of says, you know, it's kind of impacted on my life, you know. Uh, people say it, and they freak out a bit. Yeah. And, well, I mean, he said, yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing that <laughs> down, at, down at train stations. But but essentially it was a birthmark, so yeah. bright red. Yep. And the guy kind of looked at it, 
kind of and said, oh, yeah, uh, there's really nothing I can do. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so you've now gone on national TV. <laughs> And shown everybody and that. told everyone about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you do have a GP. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have a regular GP. Yeah, but how, how how much cheaper is it to go and tell Well, that's the thing. I suppose, isn't it embarrassing bodies that if they fix you up, they'll do that for free? Oh, is that correct? I imagine so. I'm not totally sure, but I'm yeah. presuming so. Oh, but, you know, whenever I am going, like, through, like, say, the Burke Street Mall in Melbourne, and there's a caravan there that says, this is for a TV show, yeah. I always go in you there. You pop in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm always like, oh, I just... I get I got groin issues. Do you reckon you could inject in between? And the guy goes, "Not you again, <laughs> not you, Mickey." I just that doctor, like, because he would be like, uh, say he was in his thirties then, so he yeah. would be in his fifties now. Yeah. And his grandkids come over, and granddad's just staring into the distance. Might still be at the club. I don't know. Oh, you never know. No, he that that he would have quit after that. There's no need to see that much of Mick McGuan. There's no need to see that much of anyone. There must be something about injections at the minute because Ty Keneally's talked about it as well. Saying he, wants he used to dislocate his shoulder constantly? Oh, yeah, yeah. And just pop it back in and go running. Mm. Uh, but he talked about he wants the games to be shortened to help impact, uh, lessen the impact of injuries. But he's talked about having about 200 injections and some mornings he wakes up and he can barely walk. So, I don't know, for some, for some reason there were like four or five articles about injections last week. Is it, was it like National Injection Week or something? Yeah, I have no idea. You know what I'm hearing there, though, is a, and I don't want to be racist here. Oh, but, but what's, it's never stopped you before. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. It's a very good point. Now, Ireland had a really high rate of unemployment. Uh-huh. A lot of people couldn't get work. Yeah. A lot of people suffering. Um, amateur game, too. Amateur game. Yeah. We give him a fucking career. Oh, good point. And we give him a career post-footy. In the media. He's in the media. Mm. How about you shut the fuck up? Yeah, mate. How about Tad Gehur? You come over to our country. Yeah. You take, you play our, our, you game. take our jobs. Yeah. You win our flags. Yeah. You take our, take our silverware away. Yeah. And then you go off and play for... Uh, you play for a local team. County Kerry. What? He's, yeah, he went off and played again and then came back. Or maybe it was the fucking it was the play, playing Gaelic football that means you can't fucking walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't play an hour game. Yeah, it's probably that stupid round ball that bounces in a weird, what bounces in a normal way. Yeah, that you can um you but, can fucking flick past. Yeah, fucking bullshit. So I, I don't I don't like his uh, attitude. I just think you know you know what it is. Dog act. It's fucking low, isn't it? Dog act. Dog, as in dog that ran on the field. Yeah, in that oh, international rules. The international rules. That was one of my the favorite. If you've never seen the international rules game, where there's a little, what was it like a Jack Russell Terrier? Yeah, it was yeah. on the ground for around eight minutes or so. Yeah, at the start of the game is one of the. Look it up on uh, on and, the online. It got, is one of the most hilarious things you'll ever see. And it got quite a few touches too. So. Yeah, no, it did really well. It was loving the game. So yeah, I, can we can we revoke his uh, his passport? He's, uh, do you reckon he would be a uh, citizen? I would say he is, yes. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's a champion of a sport. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we love that. Do you get, if you win a premiership medal, do you get automatic citizenship? Yes. I, I would say I would say Mike Pike would be, geez, they poached from everywhere, Sydney, didn't they? Mm. They've gone far and wide to, to build that grand final team. Just typing in Ty Keneally, citizen. Because, I mean, if he's going to have a go at, our, go at our great game like that. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, you know, set set things in motion to get him out of get him out of here. Now, where was where was Mr. Wills from? Was he was he a pom? Was he English? Tom Wills. Tom Wills. Yeah. Um, okay. Look, let me look it up. He went to school in England. Yeah. What, okay. So your... I'm thinking it's uh, maybe it is in English. Oh, was he Thomas or uh, Thomas? He was Thomas. Full yeah. name Thomas. Yeah. Uh, born in Australia. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Born in Australia. I didn't um, realise that. 
And but he did go to uh, school in England. Okay. Yeah. Oh, where he where he created our great game. Yeah, and then uh, a bunch of years later, he uh, he went mad and stabbed himself to death. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, as, as all good footballing yeah. legends do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the best way. Um, you know who Mick McGuan could have used in his playing days was, mm-hmm. uh, was Port Adelaide uh, fitness guru Darren Burgess, who is walking out on the club mid-season. It's quite incredible, though, going to Arsenal. Yeah. To do their fitness over there. He has, he has been at an EPL team before, though, huh. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's off to Arsenal. Now, okay, um, now I was listening to a uh, podcast today and they were talking about how much these guys, uh, these fitness guys, the, the, the good ones get. And I think Darren Burgess is seen as one of, the, one of the best. Yep, yep. How much would you say he's on per year? I reckon a quarter of a million. You see, that would be a great, that would be a great wage, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be happy with that. Yeah. It's just going, mate, here's, your, here's a timer, go. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yep, burpee, get up. What do they get? Seven hundred grand. No way. Seven hundred thousand dollars, and he's going, and you can understand why he's going to Arsenal for a million dollars. Huh? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, but he says here. So this is really strange. So he's leaving them. He's leaving them in the lurch. So if you're a Port Adelaide fan, I would, um, you know what? I would say I would ring up Asio and just go. I'm hearing. Uh, I'm hearing Darren Burgess has got uh, a few whispers. Yeah, he's got links to. Uh, I mean, he's been to the Middle East. He took them. He took the team to the Middle East to Dubai. Well, yeah, but, you know, maybe maybe you just let ASIO know that he's been to the Middle East a few times. Okay, check the passport. Check the passport. Yep. Just make we're sure everything... We're not saying anything. Just make sure everything... Just everything's above board. Yeah, exactly. And if they want to revoke said passport, yep. if you're a Port fan, yep. you just go, look, just revoke it until the end of the year when maybe I can, I can do my own investigations and I'll clear things up. Yep. Like maybe after we make a prelim, maybe make grand final, run out of game. Well, he talks about coming back for the finals or come for the end of the year, kind of the extra loading that they do in those kind of final uh, weeks or so. You know what I don't like about that? The cockiness. That's that coming out of Port Adelaide. Uh, and he's yeah. coming back for the finals. But they also talk about here how he will... Uh, lead an international search for his successor. Yeah. Undertake daily remote consultation with Power's high-performance team during the transition period and remain an integral part of the Power's China high-performance program. Yeah. So they've got some kind of program for when they go off to uh, Shanghai. Oh, mate, if you're running the Great Wall, you don't just run it, like, in one hit. You've got a guy who's putting out cones... Yeah, he knows where it where it go where it undulates. He's uh-huh. like, oh, this is the up section, this is the down section. You don't just you don't just bolt across it. I'm so foolish. I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't know like this an stuff. idiot. But it'd be quite fun to go and work at Arsenal, wouldn't it? Oh fuck! And apparently Arsene Wenger, um, like handpicked him. Yeah. He wanted him. So how did he know him? Oh, maybe from previous APL experience. Yes, I, uh, I think he would. Yeah. Um, and what I what I really liked is uh, Burgess says here reaching this decision has been one of the toughest decisions in my professional career. Yeah. Well, don't say decision twice in the same sentence, mate. Yeah, sure. But he says my family loves the lifestyle of Adelaide, mm. and more importantly, we love everything about the Port Adelaide Football Club. Yeah. You know how much we love it? We're leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we love it here. Mm. Can't tear it. Well, you can tear us away. I mean, when you compare them both. Adelaide, London. London, yeah. Port yeah, Adelaide. Very difficult. Arsenal. It's so oh, similar it's a t- in many yeah, different ways. I don't even know why he's bothering leaving. Yeah. They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, but does London have a 24-hour bakery? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Not Can sure. you get uh, fruit chocks in London? I mean... Not cheap. London doesn't have trams. No. That's a very Adelaide has a tram. A tram. Yeah. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So I, I, I just... We wish him all the best. Oh, I... I well, he's going to be back. He's going to be back at the end of July anyway. 
Oh, well, we'll meet him at the airport. Yeah. However, Burgess will return to Alberton in late July. He's going for five weeks. You know, this is one of those people. You know when people go away on holidays and they have, like, a going away party? Yeah, gotcha. So, actually, the EPL, they'd be doing pre-season now, would they? Uh, yeah. Because they, don't really, they don't have a very big off-season. Off no. no. So, you've got more time to be flying. <laughs> yeah. To be having great pre-season. And they're closer to Dubai, too. Oh, Over God. There. Again, the connection. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Gets messy, like doesn't it? it? Yeah, it does get messy. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Nick Maxwell. Filthy cheat. Really? Filthy fucking cheat. Filthy yeah. cheat? Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I mean, that, that doesn't even, um, I'm not even talking about his, uh, his days as a runner. No. For GWS. I'm saying like as a, as a captain. I'm saying 2010 was, uh, tainted. Yeah. Oh, yep. There's no doubt about that. Yep. You know, he, he claims that he was the captain, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he was. I, on the day he, he said, it's head tails. Oh, okay. And they're like, what did you say? And he's like, what is it? Oh, I called Tails. And they're like, fucking what? And Nick Rewell was like, he didn't say that. Yep, yep. Like you said, tainted. So he's been doing the running for uh, the Giants. And uh, they say he's been kind of filling the gap. Filling well, against, the gap at kickings and the like, just to kind of plug a hole. Yeah, against Carlton last week in Carlton's uh, famous victory over GWS. Mm-hmm. Um, he, sat, he sat in a hole, mm. which usually is a very brave thing to do. But this time it was a... Uh, it was a coward act. Jordan Lewis said, "Any ex-footballer that becomes a runner would know exactly when, where they where you're standing, and why why you're standing there. You'll never hear, f- you never really hear them, because you're so focused on what you want. But it's just smart positioning. There we go. So I think they showed about eight kick-ups. Well, sorry, well, they didn't show them all. It was eight of eleven kick-ins that he stood there. for. Yeah, stood there. So he kind of uh, just kind of really plug in the hole wherever they may may be one. Yeah, and he kind of stood on the halfback flank. So the runners can't be inside fifty. Uh-huh. No one can be inside fifty. Like if you you're a water boy inside fifty, mate, you cost cost your team a goal. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're an idiot. What's the punishment for a free kick? Uh, yeah, I think it's a free kick. Mm. Um, I think it might be at the top of the square. Like it's a really bad thing to put a uh, volunteer. In that position. It's like cost the team a goal and the yeah. coach is like, well, I can't fucking, I don't want to yell at them, but, mm. but they cost us our season. So anyway, he would stand there and basically, even though he's not a player, like, like Jordan Lewis is saying, you see him out of the corner of your eye, although if you're, if you're kicking out for fullback, you should be able to see it's a man in pink. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. just go and kick towards him. But again, if you're a player and you kick it there, you might think, oh, I'll hesitate because there's someone already in that space. Maybe it's a teammate of mine. You know, is it breast cancer week? Are we wearing pink? I, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, and it is too confusing. So, and then GWS came out and said, we don't do that. Mm. And I say, uh, bullshit. Yeah. I, I call mean, bullshit on You this. would, wouldn't you? Just, just off your own bat, wouldn't you do it? I mean, I'm not saying that he's being told to do it. Yeah, but wouldn't he didn't, you do that? He's not fisting the ball. Yeah, of course you would. Like, if I was a runner and I had that opportunity, kind of casually pretend I was going to try and talk to someone. But I'd Oh, see, so that, that's what he didn't do. It didn't look like he was trying to talk to anyone. And that, that's, where, that's where their story falls apart. Yeah, you need better acting, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He needs to be, like, you know, you know doing the, some fake pointing. Yeah, a bit of waving. A bit of waving. Um, didn't John Barnes, like, wasn't he on the, on the field? On the field for far a too long. long. Time? Yeah. yeah. And that was a bone of contention for Mike Fitzpatrick, I believe. He didn't like, doesn't like runners. Okay. Well, um, Terry Wallace, he doesn't, he's not a huge fan of runners either. Really? Yeah. So Terry Wallace said, I don't think, I can't try, I can't try and do it. I don't think we need runners. And I'd get rid of them completely. Completely. Just because we've had runners for a hundred years doesn't mean we need to have them for another hundred clubs should be well enough organised that the players should be managing themselves through the interact change. And that reminds, if I see another runner, I'll spill up! <laughs> he really he rolls out that catchphrase a lot, doesn't he? 
<laughs> but he, uh, so he reckons that they should be organised enough just to do their rotations, which I, I suppose, presumably, but you do need people to kind of tell them to change position. Well, a quick, yeah, a quick message or like if a coach comes out and, uh, you know, if you fucked up. Hmm. And which you would, which would not happen. No, that's true. You, you're very silky. Bad example. Say I fucked up. Yeah, it would and, happen. And would you're happen. the runner. Yeah. Yeah. Say you may be playing under 12s and you maybe punch a guy. Yeah. And get reported and suspended for what, 2x? Uh, one. One. Yeah, oh. I'm not an animal. That's you got two. It's probably two down to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you need the coach to come out and say, hey, uh, Rosenbachs, yep. you're a cockhead. Yeah. I need to hear that. Yeah. So you can't ban runners. Yeah. You can't wait until I'm off the ground until I hear that from the coach. Yeah, actually, can't. that's to be fair. You can't ban runners. Like, who would Clarko then yell at during journey during games? Yeah, well, that, that, that's... Oh, could, could you imagine if there were no runners and you fucked up and you've got to go straight? Like, there wasn't even a... A messenger in between, uh-huh. like a, a third party. Well, you've you just got to come straight, straight to, the, to phone. the phone. Yeah. Well, um, you know what should happen? Okay, just to, they want to slow the game down. Players got to we, we remove the phones. It's too modern. They can be tapped. I don't like it. Oh yeah. So the player has to go up. So coaches aren't allowed on the ground. Uh-huh. Players got to run up. I'll run up to the stands. <laughs> yeah, run up to the coaches box. Okay. Sit down next to Clarko. Yeah. And go. What do you What do you need? And you know, fucking dangerous in boots. If you're in footy boots and you're yep. on concrete. And they're not allowed to use the uh, elevator? No, no, no. No, no, no. You've got to go to the back of the stand. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And no... Um, no security? You don't get an escort. Yeah. You just fucking make your way up to the... <laughs> and that'll, that'll slow your rotations down. we can have a pop shot at if they, if they feel, the, feel the need. Absolutely. Mm. If it's a tight game, it's a tight final. Mm-hmm. You've got to fucking make your way back. And if it just happens to be at the end of quarter time and you've got to come back and everyone's, you know... Running out to go to the bar, go to the yep, toilet. Yep. Fucking bad. Like, you're not getting on until halfway through the second quarter. You know what's weird, though? There's a line here. It says Wallace, who admitted he once sacked runner Paul Hudson mid game. They mentioned that in the article, but they don't mention the circumstances around it. It's kind of like you're really burying the lead. Like, that's the most interesting part of that article. That really would have. Um, and he got rid of him halfway through. So that would have been at his time at Footscray? Uh, maybe Richmond. Maybe Richmond. Oh, okay. Because Paul Hudson went down to Richmond. I think he even did a bit of coaching at Richmond, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had time on his hands. He wasn't running anymore. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, that might be a joke. Like you said, you know, I kind of... Yeah, yeah. Tell him to, but also, what can the runner do wrong? I suppose maybe go away for a free kick or something. But still, you don't, you don't sack the runner. Like he did, he didn't, I'm sure he didn't run out and be like, oh, Richo... Um, Go to full back. Yeah. Oh, no, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, wrong end. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, hey, Richo, why don't you uh, put the next three out in the full? <laughs> and then bang. Um, hey, hey uh, you beat Gold Coast, didn't you? Oh, we're a very good team. Yeah. No, I mean, you, I don't you've wanna, done well lately. I don't want to talk too much about it. But you've uh, done well. Yeah. Any kind of any franchise team, we, we just fucking take them on and we smash them. Now, what about the dogs? The doggies are finished, mate. Here's an article. Chris Judd, after their fairy tale, reality bites the Bulldogs. Oh, shit. Juddy's gone hard. Has he? Uh, no. Are we too up and about at Carlton? Do you think? Do you think we just need to pull our heads in a little bit? We're getting too far ahead of ourselves? Um, Having said that, we have won five games, which is not a bad... It's not bad at this point. Yeah, in the I mean, you're still on top of Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, congratulations. No, going very well. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. No, appreciate that. Um, you know, the, Ly- the Lions, uh, they looked okay against Port Adelaide in patches yeah. uh, the other day. And um, you see Eric Hipwood, he's a very good player, isn't he? Mm. He's kind of a – they're comparing him to a uh, – he's, he's like a young buddy Franklin. Well, half this article from Juddy is about 2008 Hawthorne. Oh. Just saying how that kind of, you know – Got a bit excited after their win, which is fair enough. They didn't make the finals. Oh, so he's basically saying that uh, they've fallen off the perch, have they? Is it a premiership hangover, do you think? I'm going to say it is. I'm going to say they've manipulated. They're, um, are they going to finish ninth? 
I'm saying the team got together at the start of the year and said, look, we've got our medal. Yeah. We've got our tattoo. If we finish ninth, no one's going to predict that. Think of the windfall. So I think they've put a bunch on a bunch on sports bet. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You're calling... You're spread calling it the, around. You're calling spread the doggies players. Righto. They put their premiership bonus on that. Yeah. And they go... They sell the odds. They've loaded up. Yeah, they're loaded up. And they're going to try and finish ninth just so they get the cheeky payout. And then... They can have an amazing uh, 2018. Of, no, end of season oh, trip. End of season trip. <laughs> yeah, oh, back in Vietnam. Uh, oh, it's it's too cheap there. You got to go high roller stuff. Yeah, but think if you've got if you've just paid out on ninth, you'd be like the kings of Vietnam. Oh, okay, gotcha. Haven't really thought about that. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Get more of stuff that's cheap. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's interesting to see because okay, you were you were a Hawthorne supporter in 2008. Is that correct? Oh yeah. And 2009. Yeah. What were your thoughts as you? Uh, just sort of toppled that year. Were you just like, oh, well, we won it. We, we pinched a grand final win. Yeah. Were you happy with that? Were you disappointed that you missed the finals? Um, I think the thing that hurts is that whenever they mention, and this probably happens for the Doggies too, is I think they said Hawthorne was the first team to miss the finals since Adelaide. In maybe 90s. in 98. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so they kept on saying the first team in over a decade to win the premiership. And that, that was referenced in everything. So every time you just read an article, yeah, okay. they were reminding you that fucking you, you fucked up for the first time in a decade. Yeah, yeah. And so that's and that's an annoying thing whenever they would write an article about your team the year after you won the flag. Yeah. It's happened quite a few times, Adam. <laughs> that, uh, that when they write a negative thing, they always mention you as the reigning premiers. Yes. Or you yes, get okay. they mention you in the reigning premiers. And you go, oh, well, don't, don't bring that up the whole time. Yeah. You um, know what uh, they like to mention, though? If you've won the flag... You become the hunted. Yes. You've gone from the hunter. Yeah. Now you're the hunted. And you can't handle being hunted. Yeah. You love hunting. <laughs> yeah. You love stalking someone. Yeah. But, I mean, I think we'd imagine dogs will make the eight. Surely. Surely. I'd be very surprised if they didn't make the eight. Yeah. Like, they, they've, they've had a couple of pretty damn weeks, but they're a very, very good team. Yeah. What are they on? Uh... had some shocking injuries. I mean, I mean... Some of the things that have happened to them, like uh, Travis Clark the last couple of weeks has been at full strength. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't deal with that. They're on six wins, yeah. So they're just out in the eight on percentage. Yeah. Big turnaround, though. If, if Bombers make it and Melbourne make it. Yeah, that is pretty enormous. That's pretty big. And, and also, also Port Adelaide are back in there. Yeah. And the Tigers. Yeah. So I mean, been quite a bit of movement. Up. Yeah, actually. That'd be four new ones from last year off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, and also, it really validates um, Melbourne... Splashing the cash, well, the AFL probably splashed the cash, but to On get Paul, Paul Roos, yeah, yeah, really makes him, uh, really validates that decision, doesn't it? So, could Melbourne win the flag this year? I'm definitely saying they will. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, as I said, I think it's a Brisbane Melbourne grad final. So, <laughs> if Melbourne win it mm. and they flog Brisbane, is a Melbourne drought a bigger event than a Doggies drought? I'm going to say no because of the more heartbreak the Doggies had at the end of the. Like sort of 2008, 9, 10. Yeah. When they made a few prelims around there, the ones in the 90s. Yep. And they've got one flag. I think Melbourne have about uh, nine or ten. Yeah. yeah. But also, you know, Melbourne avoided a merger and, you know, they haven't really done much in the last decade. So mm. it would be great. And it, it's the, the next longest one now, isn't it? Uh, Since 1964. Yeah. So it'll be, it's been 53 years. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is, yeah. Mm. And if it's associated that with Paul Roos, do you think Simon Goodwin will hand over his medal to Roosie on to the Roosie. day. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd say no. I'd say, Roosie, fuck off. I won this. Your I've, team couldn't even play finals. I think you'll hand it over to um, Joe Gutnick. Yeah. Got them out of the quagmire years ago. Yeah, yeah. And if you read the reports, Joe needs the money. So yeah, okay. <laughs> easily pop the uh, medal yep. on eBay or melt it down. No, that's fair enough. And it's amazing that you say that uh, Brisbane are going to make the grand final because they're actually they're, uh, putting in for a priority pick. 
Oh, okay. Yep, sure. So what's it been, about three years of them down the bottom? Yeah, they haven't been great, yeah. Mm. Uh, sort of pretty much all through Justin Lepich's reign, they were, were fucking awful. Yeah. But uh, it says here, based on the current ladder, so this is going into the draft, the Lions would have pick 1, 15, 18 and 19. Huh, good on them. F- fuck off, they get 19. Wait, if they got priority, wouldn't it be 1 and then 2? No, they, cha- they, they, they changed that a few years ago when, uh, I think, who got the last big lot? I think it might have been maybe a little team called... Uh, Melbourne? Carlton? No, Carlton, okay. Oh, no, no, it might have been Melbourne. Yeah. Um, well, was Buddy a priority pick for you guys or Ruffy? Uh, Ruffy was, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. I mean, that served you well. That served us very well, yeah. 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 Richard Tamler's still flying too. Richard. Yeah, no, he's going all right, mate. <laughs> he plays all right. Poor dude. Poor Rich. So, no, I say to the Lions, uh, fuck off. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's not it? a priority pick. You've got let, let the, the picks that you had. And you've had some really good uh, high picks in the last couple of years. Like mm. Josh Shackey, he just re-signed for two years. Mm. You're not playing him. Let that, him come back into the team. Let him find his feet. That surprised people that he uh, was going to hang around. Yeah, I know. Could you believe it? Uh, I was shocked. I mean, the word that I'd had is I'd he was gone. A, I'd take a, take a week off, yeah. fly out. Yeah. yeah. No, um, it was, it's, uh, the mail I was getting, I was getting a lot of mail. Yeah, ex- absolutely. I get a lot of mail. Shackey yeah. was gone. Yeah. Yeah, because like, the Tigers were into him. Carlton into him. Yeah. Kangas, they're into him. Yeah, I mean, I spend most of my nights thinking about the Brisbane list. Yeah. And kind of working out what's the best <laughs> for the future. Yeah. So, I'm in constant contact with Fagan, obviously. Oh, well, you're old buddies. Um, obviously, my mate's made three Instagram posts telling me, telling me I'm coming for him. But, yeah, um, but yeah no, that's it's really my main priority as a football fan. Yeah. Managing, managing Brisbane's 40-odd players. No, that's it's the way you've always rolled. And I, that's what I love about you. Hey, umpires were overheard having a crack at Clarko. Why? Uh, because they fucking hate his guts. So when he called the, what was it, the umpiring disgraceful? disgraceful? Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. So these two umpiring officials. Now, does that mean umpires, like you know, people who are helping out the umpires or actual umpires? Well, is that like the two guys at, uh, you know, at a lower level when the two dads walk out the umpires before and after the game, the umpires' escorts? Oh, okay, yeah. Are they umpires officials? I mean, yeah. they could be easily saying about the case. Because wouldn't you say, it says two umpiring officials, wouldn't you say boundary umpires or goal umpires? But, I mean, you can't really tell on different difference, can you? No, nah, well, I mean, if you, know, if you know who they are. But perhaps it was like, uh, you know, the, the boss, the head of the umpires. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who is that now? Schwabby at the minute, isn't it? No? Yes, I think it might be right. Yeah, it was Wayne Campbell, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. but now he's gone to uh, GWS. Uh, so it says, witnesses were surprised to hear... The conversation in the goods lift. So that's obviously named after Adam Goods. Yep. <laughs> what, a, what a privilege. Yeah, no, that's, elevator yeah, that, yeah. The goods lift at Etihad Stadium on Sunday afternoon before the Carlton GWS game. Well, see, that's fair enough because they don't have statues outside Etihad because it's a running track. So you don't want to run into yeah. statues. So you need to name certain things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, after, after you know, famous players. Like, oh, I put my hand on the uh, Barry Hall handrail the other day. Uh, yep, yep. So they've all got little things that they have yep, sure. uh, named after them. It's fantastic. It's a great initiative. The Favola Light Tower. It's beautiful. Um, they don't have light towers at the ground, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Favola Roof. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That's better, yeah. <laughs> uh, the two uniformed officials, well, now they go from umpiring officials to uniformed officials, yeah. were heard discussing Clarko's antics with one official saying, Here we go. he's out of control. He doesn't he have Evans or Fagan there anymore. That's the controversy. How much? I mean, that that, that is unbelievable. Yeah, that's it. That, no, that's it's one of the darkest days in AFL history, if you ask me. Now, these are people who work for the AFL and they have an opinion about something within the AFL. That that I don't, I don't think we need to see that. Kids could be reading that. Yeah, no, you're you right. know what I'm saying? You're right. 
Yeah. So that's what he's out of control. He doesn't have Evans or Fagan there anymore. How, how much so did they, they they're saying out loud what? Well, I think most people kind of think that too. I know. Karen yeah. Wilson tends to bring it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That uh, he, there's no one to. But surely, like. No one around to say calm down. The brain drain, I must say, the brain drain at Hawthorne is enormous in terms of all the coaches who have left. And yeah. I mean, even Evans, who's not a, not a coach, but. Um, CEO? Yeah, and then he went to the AFL, and then the AFL went, oh, how about you go up to the Suns as well? Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's enormous. Enormous. What I'm trying to say is. Uh, <laughs> No, we have picked apart the greatest team ever, mm. and it's working for us. Yeah. Do you think Rodney Eady's cooked? Uh, no. No, if anything, by the Gold Coast form, if they continue this to the end of the year. Mate, they lost on the weekend to Carlton. I know, they're on five wins, though. It's a, they, they're going a bit better this year. They're going a bit better. It is part of the log jam. Yeah. I think also you kind of need to give him another year to prove his, prove his wares. You think so? Yeah. You think that'll happen? Oh, well, I think three is too short for someone like Rocker. And also, he walked into a bit of a mess. Oh, no, there's, there's the no doubting that. The last two years has been a bit of a mess. Yeah. Now but it seems to be kind of settling down. But does, is it going to help that he's going to lose Gary Ablett, who's been still one of their best players? He does want to get around his family in Geelong, doesn't he? Well, he needs to. Yeah. And I, I think uh, the Gold Coast Suns will understand that. They'll be like, all right, you are our marquee player. We did pay you a million dollars a season, but yeah. you've said get around. Yeah. So... We'll I mean, if later. someone came up to me and said they wanted to get around their family, yeah. I'd, I'd say, oh, whatever contract I have you under... Yeah. Uh, it's null and void. Free, yeah, null yeah, and void. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. You, you need to get around. Isn't that the way it works, though, in, in, in corporate world? Oh, absolutely. If, if, you're, if you are under contract, under contract, you just put up your hand and say, get around, yeah. get around family. Yeah, I need to get there around family. Okay. There you go. Yeah, no you're worries. Yeah. Leave that said. Yeah, do what Head you need to idea. do. Yeah. yeah. And take all the intellectual property that you need to. Absolutely. Because you're getting around. Stuff. Yeah. Should we do some footballers in real life? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, first off, we should promo a live show we're going to do, Adam. Yes, let's do it. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, right. It's going to be upstairs at the European Beer Cafe. Yes. If you, ca- if you came to last year's show, it's during the buy round. Yep. So at the end of round 23, we go yes. to 23 these days, don't we? Sunday, September 3 at 3 yes. p.m. Guests. T-B-C. Yes, and if you know how well we did with the guests last time, it's going to be huge. But last year we had Brendan Favola and Mark Bomber-Thompson on yep. it, and that was one of the funnest afternoons yeah, it was a I've ever had. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, tickets available at trybooking.com. Yep, just type in junk time, jump time, live show. Probably. Yeah, and it's going to be at uh, the European Beer Cafe, as Michael said, 3 p.m. There's no footy on. What the fuck else are you going to do? What else? Come down, have do? a beer, have a laugh. Yeah. Have a froth. Yep. Um, have a Sunday, chuckle. September 3. Can we get Clark going, do you think? I mean, you guys aren't going to be... He's not going to be concentrating on, you know, a little thing called finals. No. Well, we try and tap in Hawthorne people. Yeah. They might enjoy the kind of September off for a change. Oh, they will. I reckon, I reckon it would be actually kind of enjoyable. We got a thing from Sean. Shawnee. Sean Burgoyne. Uh, so, I'm trying to think when the game was played. I think it was on the Sunday. When did you play the Giants? Was that Sunday? That was Sunday. It was Sunday, yeah. We don't get uh, Fridays or Saturdays anymore. Okay. On the way back from the Blues v Giants game, Jonathan Brown is on my train. Included a picture of uh, Big J-Dog. That's nice. Mm. What a lovely man. Man of the people. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Okay. I've got to read this one. Uh, what do you think, Brownie? That, f- that, that story sounds familiar to me. Where's he lived, do you reckon? I thought... I don't want to give away where he lives, but I thought he was playing you football. Give away the area, can't you? Well, I, I thought he was, went down to coach the Baldwin Football Club, which makes me think that really? it's somewhere around there. Wait, not, not, not to be their coach? Just went down to a bit of training. Yeah, to oh. kind of help out. Keep, keep his fitness levels up. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, but there's no training out to Baldwin, is there? 
no, you probably go to Camberwell or Hawthorne. Oh, okay. And go from there, maybe. And then jog down. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Keep his fitness up. Uh, from Jeremy. Hi, guys. I uh, have a second-hand footballer in real life for you. I was browsing through my Facebook feed when I came across the above post from a guy I used to go to school with. Uh, what initially caught my eye about it was he and his brother are in Syracuse in Sicily, mm-hmm. where I myself had just visited a few weeks ago, and then I noticed that all the photos feature Will Minton. Oh. I know for a fact my old schoolmate had no connection with Will, so the logical assumption is that the boys recognised him in the markets and got in a happy snap with a former AFL, former All-Australian. What I found strange, though, is that they've obviously gone to the beach together. Seems like Will is on holiday with his missus, but the, so the decision to hang out with a couple of random Aussies <laughs> he's just met strikes me as a little bit odd. Anyway, it's included a photo of Big Will. Big Will hanging out at the beach. No, but see, if, you, if you're a retired footballer and you're, you're not getting any love, you're not getting recognised by the Italians, and you've got two Aussies who are going, fuck, it's Will Minson. Yeah. I fucking love Will. He's yeah. a sledging king. Oh, yeah, of course. They that. probably want to get, they're like, Will, Will, come on, get stuck into me. From My mum's not feeling well. Get, get, have a crack at me, Will. Say something about her. Me kid's sick, Will. Have yeah. a crack. <laughs> uh, from Nick. The year was 2008. The job was a summer casual job at the now defunct Sanity. Oh, Sanity music song. Remember oh, that? It's a shame it's defunct. Sanity. Uh, I was gathering the album cases for So Fresh, 2008. <laughs> Ready to restock the shelves. I noticed none other than Premiership hero Xavier Ellis. X-Men! Checking out the top 20 bestsellers in the store. Uh, being Christmas time, Enya and Andre Rieu. Andre Rieu, huh? Wow. Uh, we're vying for top spot. These were not artists, but a 20 something bloke on top of the world. As he approached uh, the till, I noticed a young. Huh. Wait a second. As he approached the till, I noticed a young Cyril Rioli over his shoulder, loitering at the back of the store, seemingly only present in the store begrudgingly at his teammate's request. Huh. A double whammy. So they've gone shopping together. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? It's Cyril. Uh, my attention was quickly brought to, back to the actual job as Xavier put down. R&B anthems on the desk and got out his wallet. In that split second, I had three choices. One, comment on his choice of album. Two, congratulate him on the premiership. Or three, uh, do my job and process the purchase professionally. I chose option three, although I must admit I had an ulterior motive. This was a time before pay pass, and as Xavier pulled out his card, I knew if he selected credit, there would be enough, cha- enough every chance he may sign for the purchase, I'd be able to pocket the receipt and claim <laughs> it as an autograph. Unfortunately for me, there was no signature required. My desire for a premiership player's autograph would wait have to wait for another day. Oh, that's Pretty a nice story. Yeah. Do you reckon that's why he got uh, sort of kicked out of Hawthorne? Because of his choice of album? Well, he wasn't kicked out. He wasn't like, you know, marched out. Well, I mean, but come he, on, uh, mate. They've, they've the seen Eagles, the album. Yeah. He's, got, he's brought it down to the club for pre-season. Yeah, yeah. They've gone, what is that shit? Yeah, yeah. So fresh, 2008. They'd still do that, though. Compo, compo, compilation um, albums, wouldn't they? Well... I don't think they would because people just buy singles these days. You've got them all on your phone, mate. Yeah. You don't bloody need one. When was the last time you bought a CD? Very, very, very good question. When was the last time you bought a DVD? A DVD? Yeah. Probably 95. Carlton's Premiership win. Really? Yeah. No. uh, uh, Probably maybe a comedy DVD in the last, like... Maybe eight years ago. Okay. Six years ago, perhaps. Yeah. But CD, I can't remember. You? CD, DVD, I can't remember. Yeah. DVD, haven't you got the Hawthorne Triple Threat DVD premierships? Oh, actually, yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah. So, 2015. Yeah, good on Probably you, Probably the last DVD yeah, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Can you download that in digital form? That's a good question. 
I'll tell you what you can download a digital form is my album, Thoughts. Um, okay. Bandcamp.com. <laughs> It's for free. Like two clicks of the button, it's yours. Oh, that's lovely. Hey, we're going to head off. Okay, cool. Hey, if you like the uh, podcast, it was great running into people down in, uh, uh, young, the young fellow down in Hobart. I'm sorry about the Tigers. But uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend if you've got uh, friends out there who you think they're into the footy. Like if you've got a footy club and you think one of your teammates would like to listen to some footy comedy, let them know about the Junk Time AFL podcast and, and spread the word. Spread the love. Yeah. We'll see you later. Go Hawks. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.